Hi, and welcome back to Hair Mafia. (laughs) We got all the hairs today. Yeah, so I don't even know what I'm supposed to be looking like, but Halloween did end, but here we are again. It's just for fun. This is our like superhero hair. It is. I don't know what superhero I would be. Mm. (laughs) I was like, I don't bleach even. Hoe. Yeah, I know what. <laughs> yes, or mm, I don't know. I don't even hoe know dirt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Foxy Cleopatra meets like Prince. Yeah. Okay. I'm feeling Prince, honestly, like his mm. old like seventies. <laughs> He's or whatever hot. thing, Purple Rain. Why'd I you have I, to die? Why did anybody have to die? I know, right? It's like the the ones you can't stand stay alive the longest. Like, I know. Just take your ass just... straight to hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of y'all who think that was mean, check out Psalms 55, 15. <laughs> it's my favorite verse. It tells all your enemies go straight to hell, and I got a lot of them. So mm-hmm. bye. Don't pass go. Don't collect $200. Matter of fact, you owe me money. Yeah. But anyways... Um, oh, I feel like a hot topic that comes up in the industry since we're going to jump up into it is because I feel like as soon as you become a stylist, it's almost like when you get married, people are like, when are you going to have a baby? And it's like, like, slow down. I don't want nothing jumping up out of me. Yeah. <laughs> people always ask, when are you going to open your own salon? And it's like, what? Uh... so again, too, we talk about finding your footing in the industry a lot. And yeah. And I think, too, a lot of people sometimes that are in the same kind of realm as you almost push certain people to open their own salon so they can, like, fall up under you. Not necessarily, like, ride your coattails, but it's like... Are you talking about, like, like other stylists or other... Yeah, it's like other stylists, like, you need to open a salon so I can work for you. I'll be your right-hand man. It's like, but you don't want to take all the, like, risk. It's like, you want me to be in debt. And you can walk away at any point. Yeah, that's hard. But... I guess we kind of get to be like two sides of the coin because of your experience and my lack of <laughs> whatever. I uh, feel like I don't even really, you know, me owning a salon just kind of fell in my lap and I really didn't even want to at the time. Yeah. Um, Which that's a <laughs> fun fact. Sometimes I still don't want to, <laughs> but here we are. No, I'm kidding. Um, it, it is hard and it's like a labor of love and I don't know. And like, I'll see these different, you know, if you go like on behind the chair or destroy the hairdresser, just like any of these huge like platform accounts for like hairstylists or anybody in the beauty industry, they'll ask a question like, do you prefer booth rent or commission? And then, you know, and then the comments start flying. Like some stylists are like, I love booth rent. I worked for a commission stylist and it was terrible. And, but everybody's experience is different. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's great commission salons out there that they're like, I still work for a commission place. Yeah. And they're completely 100% happy. Mm-hmm. And then some people did have a bad experience. And then so, you know, or some people are like, I hated the person that I booth rented for. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just. You still have to find like a good fit. Yeah, um, you still but, do have to find a good fit. Um, I was on social media and it kind of came up and it was like this pros and cons. It was like a real. And this lady was like, oh, um, you know, I want to be a booth rent salon because I don't have to like manage people and da da blah, blah, blah. Like I'm not responsible for it. Like I just collect booth rent and da da And it was just kind of like, 
okay, that's what you think, but you're still responsible for people. You still have to answer to like customers and like customers that you didn't even like, you know, like service and, you know, you don't make passive income. So you still have to like kind of work, you know, you're like. Yeah, it does cap out as booth rent. But honestly, I feel like anybody who says that, well, that's just the owner that nobody really Mm -hmm. cares for. No offense. They may be a good person, but I mean, I don't just collect booth rent. Like, because nobody knows if you're at a booth rent salon, even they assume like, yeah, you're at a Mm -hmm. booth rent salon or they know that you are or whatever. You still want a good team. Right. I mean, we've had complaints before and they usually come to me or they may like come. I mean, a legit, like they are not happy whatsoever. It's not Mm -hmm. like, oh, my root shadow got a little too dark. Can you fix it? Then, you know, yeah, then they will reach out to the stylist. But if it's like a huge complaint, they always come to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you know, they're like independent contractors, so I don't know what to tell you. You know what well, I mean? Like, like, I want people to be happy. Because you could do that, but then it's like, mm, well, it, it doesn't it's a even, bad name. It does, and it doesn't even make my name look bad because I don't even want or need any more clients, really. I mean, I've been busy for so long, and I'll always continue to be busy, I, I hope. I feel like I will be, but I feel like it hurts, like, the team that's still trying to build or the mm-hmm. people that's still trying to build. Um. But I've been to the salons where it's like they do just collect the money and then half of the stylists are upset because they're the ones doing all the laundry or keeping the place clean Mm -hmm. or restocking things. And then the other half doesn't do anything. And then it's just like there's this constant like battle or struggle. Yeah. And it's like there has to be some sort of like standard that's set. Yeah, it's almost like there's tensions and you got to find like a way to relieve the tensions if you don't have like a team that like gels together very well. Yeah. Um. Which, I mean, I'm fortunate to have come into, like, a really good, like, I feel like we all just kind of came together at the Mm -hmm. place that we were. Like, we all kind of, I didn't even realize we were all, like, starting at the same time, like, me, Caitlin, and Sydney, as Mm -hmm. far as, like, being in the same Mm -hmm. salon. So, it was, like, it wasn't, like, any kind of, like, complex or, like, seeing, like, I've been here the longest, uh, do the towels, ugly boy, or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, right. I mean, I feel like. We did have some of that at my last song, but I feel like booth rent has like evolved a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, no way. Well, like I feel like it used to be like how we're talking about like, hey, I'm just here to collect the rent, buy, bring your own back bar in, mm-hmm. you know, all of these things. Everyone just kind of comes and goes. I mean, yeah, we'll talk like, hey, what's up, what's up, whatever, but there is no like team yeah. aspect. But now I feel like some people do want that. Either that or they're just going to go to their own suite. And then they do just kind of want to be really that independent. But that's so long. Like for me, I don't think a sweet life would. <laughs> sweet life is Zach and Cody. I don't <laughs> think a sweet life would be for me because I'm just like, I need kind of that interaction. Like not that I need like loud and like hustle bustle. Yeah. It's just kind of like, I like to like learn from everybody. Well, when yeah. you're around something, well, you sure. kind of just pick it up. And it's like, yeah. I see things that everyone does. And I'm like, hey, what were you doing over there? That looked really good. Yeah. No, I mean, I I completely agree. I was actually just talking to Caitlin about it today. And she was like, I would never just not that she never would go into a suite herself. But she was saying, like, I couldn't there's no way that I could have just gotten out of school and then went straight to a suite. She said maybe some people do it. But she's Mm -hmm. like, I don't know anything about, you know, we're I mean, she's like, I'm already having trouble raising my prices. And she was like, I just wouldn't have had any guidance at all. And Still in a suite, you have to do like your own laundry, your own booking. Oh, yeah. All of your own things. And suites aren't that cheap. 
No, I actually met a girl uh, this weekend, and she was like, oh, you do hair too? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, you should get a suite. I mean, she didn't know anything about me. She was like, you should get a suite. I love it. And I was like, well, how much is your booth rent? And she was like, or your suite rent. And she was like, oh, $220 a week. And I was like, girl, I pay roughly around the same. And I was like, I get like a sense of community and all of a sudden I'm like, I just kind of like where I'm at. And she like loved it. And I was like, it's important to find out like who you are as yeah. a stylist because a lot of people will suggest stuff. And I'm like, what if I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. And I'm like, bye. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I made a mistake. You know, like your boot's gone. Well, <laughs> I feel like some people do maybe gravitate towards a suite. I'm not really sure why. I probably wouldn't be okay with it. I would. I know like more the, people that don't like it than do. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just like who I'm encountering. Like, you know, you like-minded people, whatever. It's like maybe their personality is like mine. Yeah. I feel like Paseo was similar because there were only three chairs. And then it was mm-hmm. me and my old assistant, Maddie, for like a straight year. Yeah. Um, and everyone always asks, was I like, I just renting this out by myself? And I'm like, you see two other chairs. And they're like, oh, I thought you just like triple booked. And I'm like, no. But yeah, I'm well, yeah. But I mean, and the only reason why we moved is we wanted something bigger. I would be able to do a suite if it was like a double suite with somebody else. And then yes. I would be able to do it. Yes. Like I would love to at least have one other person there. The, uh, the class that I went to in um, Richmond, they started off as a commission mm-hmm. or they started not them as a commission. Like they both graduated, both went to the same commission salon. Mm-hmm. And then I think that they worked there for maybe six or nine months. Don't totally quote me on this around that time. They both really disliked it. So then they just like bit the bullet and then they both went into their own suite for, I think about three to four years. Mm-hmm. And then it was just them two in like a double suite or whatever. And then now they opened up their 20 chair salon and it's both booth rent and commission. But they were like, sometimes you have to try other things to be like, okay, yes, we like, I think that there's pros and cons to everything. Well, that's thing too. I was like, I think it's kind of scary when you do kind of have to sometimes like, if you don't have a good idea, you have to figure out what you like, but that's also kind of like risky, I guess. Cause I'm Mm -hmm. like, you have to, make this big announcement and like kind of rebuild a little bit if you move kind of significant a significant distance yeah um and then it's like well you can't kind of throw your career in limbo like going back and forth but i know some people that like their personality i think their clients are used to and they're just like oh i'm I'm here now and they just like follow them but i think also too certain people gravitate toward that they're just like oh my gosh they're just ever evolving they're like a chameleon like whatever and i'm like what? <laughs> it stresses me out. I mean, it stressed me out to do the South Salon and then the Paseo and then the new South Salon. And then it was like, whoa, this is too much for me. But then to sell the South Salon, just be at Paseo, but still find a bigger area, I felt like it was like too much change for me. And I don't mind change and I welcome it. But mm-hmm. that was kind of a stressful, you know what I mean? Oh, Moving yeah. around a lot. Because the Paseo and we live in that area, it was just really small for us because we were growing. And parking is always an issue. Oh, yeah. It was terrible. Yeah, it it wasn't good. So my question to you, though, is what makes you want to continue to be a salon owner? I mean, I don't even really just sit up and think I would love to, like, die a salon owner Mm. because it did just fall in my lap. Not that I dislike it. I don't 
mind paying a booth rent. Um, I never minded paying a booth rent before. That's just kind of how I evolved. So long story short, my client in the extension business, I bought her out last year and we're still good friends and everything. That wasn't a bad thing. Um, her house actually got destroyed in the tornado of May of like 2012, I think it was. And then so mm-hmm. basically her and then her business partner at the time in the salon and the old extension company that she used to be with, she was like, can you buy the salon from us? Because I'm just quitting working because like her whole house got destroyed and they had just built it like 15 days before. Like they had just moved what? in. Yeah. She had just moved in. And so, and then the other girl was like, well, I don't want to do the salon by myself. And I was like, well, do you want me to like just buy her part? And they were like, no, just buy it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but at the time, I had just gotten out of a relationship. I lived in a one bedroom apartment with my girls. And I was like, okay. So my car was paid off. So I went to the bank, got a loan with that. And then I was like, that's it. So. I thought that was a big move at the time because I was like, I don't have enough clients. So right now I have the time to like build my clientele and run a salon. Mm -hmm. And so I did. And then I immediately like liked it. And so I wanted more. So two years later is whenever we really expanded. And then I've just kind of just been doing it ever since. I wouldn't be upset if I never owned, but I just feel like with the extensions, it's, easier for me. Mm -hmm. I've actually reached out to a couple other salon owners before Paseo was built in 2020. And I was like, could I have my extensions at your salon? But it's just, I feel like it's too much of a conflict of interest. And I feel like it's like a business running inside of a business. And so that's difficult. Mm -hmm. But if you really have the time to think of it, like, do you think you would have progressed toward being a salon owner if it didn't fall into your lap? Would I have? Yeah. No, because basically everything, even the extensions fell in my lap. I never yeah. even wanted to own an extension company. And that's just how it came about. Um, and that's another story because that's kind of a long one. It's not long, but it's a, a drama story. I know. I know. <laughs> but... um. I don't know. That's a really good question because I can't say like, yes, I would have. But then I can't say like, no, I wouldn't have. Okay. You know? Here's another question. I feel like I'm like putting you in the hot seat. Like, no, 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 please. I like answering questions. If you questions. had to choose extensions or being a salon owner, like if you had to give one up today, which would you keep? I would keep the salon. Oh, dang. Any insight as to why? It's, it's a lot harder, and we've talked about this on a previous episode. It's a lot harder than what people think. It's a ton of investment, mm-hmm. and I'm basically doing it all alone. And, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, we have, like, help in the front desk and things oh, like you that. you to buy in? But it's, re- but, but it's I've had someone <laughs> offer to do that. Um, I just didn't feel like she would have been the right person. Um, but, it's just hard, but it's just hard to do to navigate it all with one person plus the salon. Yeah. I've thought about like asking someone to buy in the salon and the extensions, not just so that mm, I can have some money. It's just like, it really is hard. Mm -hmm. Like with me having a full clientele behind the chair and the salon and everything else, the extensions. Um, 
it's a lot for one person. Even though, I mean, I can like delegate things. I was going to say, even with your answer, I, the part that I see, because I'm like, we get kind of tidbits of like what goes into the extensions or whatever. You, on the surface, make it look easy. Like, here's another color. Oh, I'm, you know, doing this and that. So your answer surprised me because I'm like, I would have thought it was the customer service and customer care that would be like, oh, that's the hard part, you know? For the extensions? Mm -hmm. Well, it is because I don't have like a full-blown marketing team. I mean, you know, our front desk like sends out emails and stuff, but... And I don't have an investor really. So I've done it all on my own, mm -hmm. which is tough. Um, I mean, I'm proud of myself, but like I said, it's kind of all just gotten thrown at me. So yeah. I really didn't have a chance to like plan it. Um, but no, I constantly have to think like, okay, we have to come out with a new color. This is new. I want to do this. I want to do this. Like I constantly have to be thinking up of things, not really to come out with, but our industry changes so much yeah i was gonna say even seasonally because i'm like oh yeah everybody's going like not even like dark this fall it's like they're going more dimensional yeah but they're mm -hmm. not calling it brawn you know something right like, do we have extensions to whatever and it's like then you have to like create this and then hope that it's still on trend or when it comes. what a lot of people because extensions have became they have grown so much so fast mm -hmm. people just want to look at a color and be like well, what color do you have to match this and it's like no you have to like mix two colors with that. Like earlier, Sydney was like, would you ever mix an ally with the Tracy? And I was like, absolutely. Because that's what's going to give you the dimension. But people just want a color. To match perfectly. To match perfect. They don't mm. want a color. They don't want a tone. They don't want a low light. They don't even want to mix two colors. They're just like, I just need like, give me two packs of something that will match this. And I'm like. That's actually going to look weird. Yeah. It's it is going to look weird. It is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but. It's hard to tell people that because everything is constantly changing. Or you have the the extension companies that have we have sixty colors. When it's I was like, like well, in okay, 60, great. Like forty five for of those look similar. They do, and a couple of ours look similar. Mm -hmm. You know, so it, it's like that's cool too. But um, I keep saying that one of these days I'm going to not do hair behind the chair or only do hair two days a week and then actually take the time to do a lot of that. Mm -hmm. But it's tough. But nobody wants to let you go. They have you in a choke. No one wants to let me go, but also, I mean, I'm the breadwinner of my family, so I can't just be like, all right, that's it. You know, cause I need that income to support everything that we do. Girl boss, glitter boss, hashtag queen. Hashtag don't <laughs> fuck with me. Put it on <laughs> a mug. But yeah, I mean, I like both. Yeah. Which one would you do? Own a salon or have an extension company? Mm -hmm. See, that's mm -hmm. a really hard question. It is. The extensions is just a lot more than what people think. I think yeah. with the two, owning a salon is pretty tough. It can be. It's a lot of work if you're going to be a really good owner and really care about your team and just really care about like your name and your image and customer mm -hmm. service and all those things. But then the extension company is the same, except you're dealing with stylists. And yeah. not just the regular clientele, public clientele. You're dealing with stylists who, a lot of them can be like, well, what do you, I mean, is your hair better than XYZ? Or what are you going to give me because so-and-so is having a sell? You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm, all wheeling mm -hmm. and dealing with a lot of them, not all of them, you know. Okay, so to answer the question, I think I would say owning a salon. Only because when I think of the extensions, it's a saturated market. Mm-hmm. And you have to sell it. So it's like mm -hmm. the marketing and like pushing it out there. Mm -hmm. So it's like, 
I could buy a whole bunch of hair and get ready to sell and it not move anything. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. that's what's like, that would be scary to me versus like a salon. It's like, I can find a stylist somewhere. Yeah. And I think that. And and salons are saturated. Yeah. But I'm like, every time I see somebody like walk down the street, I'm like, that's a client. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody kind of needs their hair done. Yeah. I mean, it's good that a lot of um, salons do have a, a little stock of hair, which is good, or a big stock or whatever you have, but we actually keep a lot of hair in stock, and mm-hmm. I'm constantly ordering a lot of hair. Um, I have to place two orders this month because our Black Friday sale is going on, like all of this stuff, but it's it's a lot of money. When I'm just like, I just don't want to feel like a Jehovah's Witness, like knocking on salon doors, and I'm like, hey, have you heard of Lotus and Jew? <laughs> you know, whatever Mike's in, yeah. it's like... <laughs> Yeah. Take and it's like I don't want doors slammed in my face, yeah. you know, because I'm pounding the pavement. Yeah. Well, we've had hair extension companies come to our place, and I mean, and Rude that's as all hell. fine. I know, and they're not even very nice. But mm. no, it, it is tough, but it is rewarding sometimes. I mean, like today, those girls that came in, like that we talked about on like the episode prior, she was like, oh, my. Like, I love your hair. And, and you know, and then she was like, I want my client to use this because her hair has been terrible. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, so it is rewarding in that aspect. Mm-hmm. But it is a lot of work. Well, also, too, I was just like thinking like, again, like, it sounds good in theory. I don't really plan on being a salon owner probably anytime soon. But I was like, I think I would want to commission a salon just because like, again, it's like I want to generate income and not have to like solely like, but again, you don't make a super ton of money unless I had like 30 chairs or something like that. Mm-hmm. But that's a lot of managing people because you have to make sure that the work is like uniform. That and you have to yeah. train and you have to do all the payroll, all the taxes, dress code, like actual like, you know. Yeah. And I think that that's worth it too. I mean, you have to do all the ordering, mm-hmm. like inventory. But I mean, I think that that could be worth it. Yeah. Also. I, like, I feel like it does cut out like a bunch of BS for people because it's like you just show up and come to work and you know that like, yeah. hey, here's the standard. Um, so that would be fun. But also I own my own business in therapy world. And I'm like, that stuff is hard when you're like a one person show. Cause I even mm-hmm. have to outsource stuff. And I'm like, I deal with people one-on-one and I have like 15 clients and they're really kind of easy. They don't even yeah. hit me with emergency stuff, but it's like, even I have like these simple protocols and it's just like, this is a lot. Like yeah. it, it can be overwhelming. Sometimes like the little things are like overwhelming. It's like I'd rather just like, about. yeah, it's like, I'd rather just one big thing happen than like 15 little things. It's yeah. Like, even it's like, for me, I don't know about you, but it's like, even just like figuring out like the toilet situation. It was just like, do we have a leak? Did it like leak under the whole thing? And it's like the plumber comes in. He's like, somebody put this on wrong. And it's like, what? But and it's just a, busted. Yeah, and it's just about getting somebody out there to do it. I was like, no, you don't even understand, guys. Like, I'm so grateful for you because it's just hard to even find anybody to do any kind of work like that. Because there was some, you were trying to like find somebody to do work at the salon, and they were like, oh, we can't get to you for like five weeks. And you're like, what? <laughs> I know. I'm like, okay. <laughs> even like the electric panel, they're like, I ain't touching this shit. And it's like, what? Yeah. The landlord didn't want to help. And it's no. like, yeah. you promised like the sun and the moon and the stars and oh, passing yeah. gas, whatever. Yeah. No, none of that's happened. But again, too, like these are things to consider, you know. Well, and I think that the way that like the salon suites market to people is like own your own salon. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like because it really is your business, but you are owning your own business in like a booth rent setting. You can still have your own name, your own logo, Mm -hmm. your own things that you do. 
But I think that they're just saying like you can be like by yourself in your you can decorate it the way you want. I feel like getting out of school, I wouldn't mm-hmm. at all. Well, I think that's always interesting when people come straight out of school and then they start. I'm like, that's ballsy, in my is. opinion. And I'm pretty ballsy, but I'm like, I don't. Because you have to know how to be like a people person. Like, it's not like dealing with somebody in the yeah. chair. Like, and how are you? And hard. you really have to build your own business. You can't get like overflow or, you know, you can't get all the, you it's can't. nothing. Yeah. Like, and, a, and some of the big names around here, I'm like, they have successful salons in their own right. But what's the saying? There's a saying like when you stand tall because you stand on somebody else's shoulders. I'm like, some mm-hmm. people have had to build off of other, like. I think and those I think are the that stories that's okay. that aren't told. Yeah. yeah, but I think that that's totally okay. Yeah, and I think that's kind of just like a missing narrative. Is just like, how do you really get there? Because everybody like goes to a class or they talk to somebody like, how'd you? And they're like, I worked hard. Dude. And it's like, it's not that you okay, didn't well, we work hard. But it's that's like, a what given. That's like, do? that's like, we already know that. Yeah, it's like, how do you find a contractor? How do you build out? How do you find like somebody that's experienced in what you're trying to do? Right. Versus like, I can put a concrete slab down and... I think it's like really hard too because what I'm finding is, which I'm grateful that like my stuff doesn't really overlap. Like counseling, like people aren't like, oh, you can do my hair too. Like a couple people have like seen me show up on their Instagram. But what I'm finding is that like it's hard when you're branding yourself and trying to like build is because like you kind of have to always be on when you're in public. It's like Mm -hmm. not that we're celebrities, but it's like people expect to perceive you as a certain type of hairstylist. And it's like, and they want you to talk hair all the time. It's just like, can I just have like a vodka soda and like spit it in your face? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. No, but like honestly. Well, and me and Josh, like I like going out, but like I can't stand it because like we'll sit down somewhere and he'll like be chatting with like the bartender and he's like, yeah, my girl like owns her own salon. You're just like, and you I'm said, like, shut up. Sir. I'm like, seriously, I've just been, I worked like 50 hours this week because it's always the same thing. Oh, what salon is it? And, and I'm, and I'm not like, I'm like, obviously I talk about it, but it's like, do you really care? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tip you regardless. It doesn't, any, I just want to sit yeah. here and don't, have don't my peace and quiet. Smoke. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, people do kind of just like, oh, I did this and that. And let me give you the perfect formula for, you know, success in your world. And everybody's success like measures different. But honestly, like my best friend at the time had given me a bunch of her clients and Mm -hmm. now like we hate each other's guts, but I still (laughs) will say that she did give me clients in the beginning. That's literally like what happened. I mean, I'm not over here like guys, I just like worked hard and like, you know, did all this on my own. I mean, I did do the salon on my own, but I'm not going to sit there and say that I never got overflow from anybody that I never got clients handed to me because it's a degree of networking, whether it fell into your lap or not. Some of the clients were shit and I didn't even want them, but obviously she didn't either, but I was happy to do them because that's all I was doing. Yeah. And then it got me like, you know, more and more like comfortable posting and all of this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Cause Instagram wasn't even huge back then, even though I had my Instagram account, I was basically doing Facebook. And so, but she was giving me extension clients. She's like, here, just practice. And I mean, like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, you know, we don't like each other now. And and that's another long story. But, ready for it. but it's like, I'm not going to sit there and not say that she didn't help me whenever I first. Giving credit where credit is due. And yeah. I think that's a big thing, too, because I'm like. And I think a lot of stylists don't do that. No, because I'm like, regardless of how I feel about you, if you did something good it's, at the time, 
I'm going to say you did yeah. like something good at the time. Yeah. But I'm like. And I'm going to acknowledge it. Um, But also, too, I was like, shout out to people who refer clients. To, but sometimes I'm like, it's really interesting to be like, oh, like somebody come. Oh, I know you are to be like a friend. I'm like, I refer somebody to you. And I'm like, sometimes it's like the worst hair ever. <laughs> I'm like. But honestly, 99% of people that have referred to me, again, I'm attracting kind of the clients that I want or people know the kind of hair. But I'm like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, are you proud? They almost like want this like, oh, my God, I did a good job. And it's yeah. like, thank you so much. You're like, yeah. Don't hand out my business card ever. Like no more. I mean, mm -hmm. word of mouth still travel. I mean, it's still to me, like even if people do DM me on Instagram, they're like, hey, my friend told me this. Literally. Because that's just the only way that they know how to get a hold of you. You yeah. know what I mean? Or every now and again, even though I say, please don't give my number out, people still do. Because that's just back in the day, whenever that's just how you got a hold of somebody all the time. I mean, now I have too many people texting, but it's always most of the time like a word of mouth yeah. thing. Yeah. And I mean, it's still, I mean, it still goes that far. I mean, you can like get a lot of like business from Instagram or whatever, but if you don't get repeat business and referrals, yeah, I mean, client retention is a big one. Like if you can is. retain a client, I think that helps, of course, your business because then they want to refer their friends. Yeah, and, and like I mean, that. we all have turnover, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's like True. if they're just gonna come one time and then be like, mm -mm, then yeah, that kind of happened with one girl. We saw her extensions were back in, but she had already like cussed me out because her hair faded. Oh God! <laughs> Which I told her that, but I was like, that did sting a little bit. But I was like, well, I mean, honestly, yeah. she was an interesting kind of character. Well, because you know, well, going back to what we talked about before, she wanted in last minute, and it's like that you're not going to get the services that you want if you're like, I need in, you know, Monday and it's Saturday. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you're going to get a half-assed job probably if you want me to squeeze you in or wedge you in. Like that's why anymore, I just have to say no. Yeah, and I've true. been there. I've been there to where I'm working like 14 hour days mm -hmm. or I'm working Sundays or I've got like four people there at once. And none of that is ever good. I mean, every now and again, yeah, I'll stay late, you know, and, and I get it and I have to do it sometimes. But yeah, those are exceptions, but well, yeah. not the norm. No, because it's just it really is hard on everybody because the clients feel fatigue. Yeah. yeah, they feel that they feel like you're stressed, you know, and you probably are and you're hungry <laughs> and <laughs> Unless Sydney's there, and then you know not. who we should have talked about. Who? What's his name that I love? I need a rolled one and a cold one. Oh my gosh! Talk about opening a salon, going down and that up needs in to flames, be our next, down in flames. Yeah, that needs to be our next episode about how we contracted out our current space. What was his name? His name was uh, Mike. Mike. I Mike was dealing with good old Santiago. Boy, he was. <laughs> Anyways, we're out of time. But yeah. To be continued with Mike. Mm-hmm. I love Because he's him. just, I mean, we could just do a whole episode on his one-liners. I think I wrote them down. Oh, I just remember them because they were the same ones like every day. <laughs> you guys, I'm so sorry that we're ending on this because Mike is hilarious. And no, like, he really is. Even though like we all had a old falling was he, like, out. 65? Mm -hmm. We all had a falling out, but it wasn't even like a falling out. <laughs> the quick time. Like, he just... started off super sweet and got super nasty. Yeah. Like he was. <laughs> but we can talk about on an episode of like. 
Please, it has just, to be the next one. Just bad contract. I the feel like that. I feel like that should have been like a weird HGTV episode of I don't even know what. Like nightmare. Flipping con. the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Flip off is like mm-hmm. <laughs> No, for real. Again, with much love, we yes, appreciate love. you guys listening. I hope you learned something. <laughs> Whatever. Yes, definitely. Happy Monday. Have a great week. Happy holidays. Yeah, it is. Happy the whatever time season. this airs. <laughs> <laughs>